This podcast is a production of the Mississippi State University Division of Development and Alumni. everyone and welcome to the Bulldog Bites podcast. This program is produced by the Mississippi State University Alumni Association and it gives you a look at what MSU alumni and friends are up to on the campus and around the world. As you can imagine, things are winding down on campus now that the semester is over. While we're getting ready for the holiday break, we've still got a few fun programs going on that you can get involved in. We just wrapped up the first semester of our Bulldog Network Mentorship Program where MSU alums are able to give life and career advice to current MSU students. Registration for both students and mentors will begin again in January, so be on the lookout for that on our website. Additionally, now is a great time to register your child or grandchild in the MSU Legacy Program. This is a free program, and it allows your son or daughter or grandson or granddaughter to receive a birthday gift from the Alumni Association every year until they turn 18. For your child to be eligible, all you have to do is be an active member of the Alumni Association. So don't forget to visit alumni.msstate.edu now for more information and sign them up. Now let's get to today's podcast. We have someone very special today who needs no introduction. We were very fortunate to spend a few minutes with Coach Chris Lamonis to get his perspective on the Bulldogs College World Series championship run, along with some insight on his personal connection to Mississippi State University. We are so excited to spend this time with him and we thank him for taking the time out of his busy schedule to speak with us. Enjoy the interview and Merry Christmas. We're just thrilled, especially after this weekend. It was great coach to see everybody on campus and the, the celebration, it was a lot of fun. I just know, I know you enjoyed it as well. Yeah, it was great having all the guys back. I mean, um, you know, when we got back, we had a parade, and the next day, everybody left in their opposite direction. Exactly. So <laughs> yeah. We um, getting everybody back here, their families back here, getting everybody. You know, it was a uh, it was a nice ceremony to give away the rings, and then they kind of hung out for about another hour, just their families taking pictures at the dude with the trophy with. The oh ring. yeah. Yeah. They were really able to celebrate it, whereas before it was so. I mean, we were all out there. I just. It was a wonderful experience for all of us Bulldogs that have been around for a long time. And I got to see uh, Rowdy and Gavin up in one of the boxes um, at the game and visited with them a little bit. And just, I was like, Rowdy, what happened to your hair? We all love your hair. He cut his hair all off. But uh, he hair, had great- Tommy doesn't hit. So he just, <laughs> that's kind of what his hair is. So, and then he cuts it back and he starts, he grows it back and he starts hitting every time. So that's uh, exactly right. That's what's most important. Well, anyway, I'm going to go ahead and get started. I want to talk a little bit about, we had, like I said, I wanted to mention that because it was a great weekend this weekend, but I also want to talk a little bit about your history with Mississippi State and of course your dad, when he was at State and a little bit about what he uh, majored in while he was here. Well, my dad was, uh, my mom and dad are both from Mississippi. My mom's from Biloxi. My dad's from Gulfport. And they got married and they went into the Air Force. And so uh, right out of high school, you know, by the time they had the draft and everything. So they went into uh, the Air Force. And when he came out, 
um, he came here to state to go to school. So that was in, uh, I think, 69 or 70, somewhere right around there. I was born at uh, Keesler Air Force Base down uh-huh. there. So I was already, I lived, when we lived here, we lived in married housing. So I, I lived here with my mom and dad as a baby. I don't remember anything, obviously, but uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> graduated in 73. He was an electrical engineering major, you know, so he, um, you know, but they love their time here. They really, and, and then what's funny, a, a really cool story is when they lived in married housing, their next door neighbors um, were Spencer Price's grandparents. Oh my God. And so the first day I show up in the locker room, Spencer <laughs> Price goes, hey coach, I think my grandparents and your parents used to party together all the time. And um, I, I, I just, it blew me. I, I didn't understand it when he first told it to me. And then my mom called me about a week later and I think his, his uh, grandmother's Vida. Uh, and, and they ended up while my mom was alive, they would sit together here at the games and hang out. So it was really a cool, cool thing for my mom and dad to, to have some old friends here. But yeah, that was, that's kind of our history there with Mississippi State. Oh, I didn't realize you were, cause I'm a coast girl. I live in Gulfport now. And so I didn't realize that you were born down here in Biloxi. So mm-hmm. that is a neat little uh, tidbit of information. And also, like you said, I think it's, indicative of Mississippi everybody's either connected or knows someone or is related to someone when you meet people there's just such a family atmosphere and kind of fits right into Mississippi State as well very true very true I mean it's a I still have a lot of family down there in Biloxi too so my mom's you know brothers and sisters and everything else so it's we try to get down there when we can well, good. We love to have you down here. What was it like then for you when you first found out and, you know, got the job and the offer from Cohen when you uh, decided you were going to be the head coach at Mississippi State? Well, you know, it's funny. I could never, uh, I never told my parents. Oh, you were the whole time? I just, it, it would have crushed them if I wouldn't have got it. Right. When you're going through the process to go to Mississippi State that, you know, there's so many great people being interviewed and going through the process that, I just didn't, you know, I, I just didn't want to get their hopes up. So the night I got the job, when I called them, they were obviously ecstatic. And and just, you know, the the couple years, you know, my my, my mom passing away last year really kind of changed a lot. But those two yeah, years, so sorry before, about that. they just, it's, it's all they wanted to do. They'd come here, they'd hang out, they would, you know, they were living in Birmingham. So it was a short trip. And, you know, we had them over here, but I know, you know, I didn't, I, it was one of my first calls that night when I got the job is, Hey mom, I got a new job. I can't talk long, but we're coming to Stark Bowl and oh, wow. years and everything else. And then, you know, what, another funny story is my best friend, his son was starting his freshman year here. Oh, they had wow. just came to orientation and watched the world series. I think at two brothers or something downtown. And I called him that night and I said, Hey, I'm going to, you got somebody to look after your son, you know? And, uh, you know, that we'll, we'll be in town, even though I have probably seen his son about six times since I've been here. In three yeah, years. But, but you know, that, that how special sufficient. is that? So it's been a, you know, like you said, it's a family thing and our, our families have been up, my, you know, our family from the coast has been up and spent some time. And so it's been a lot of fun. Very cool. What did you remember? And you said, obviously you were very young when you were there, but do you remember going to games or were, were there times when you did go to baseball games and football games when you were growing up? Well, my dad was a football player, so he won a state championship at Gulfport High. So he, you know, oh, he, wow, he, went, really? he went to, he went to football games and my mom babysat set all the kids. So I imagine <laughs> I was at home. Um, so I don't even have really any memories. You know, the one memory, you know, we ended up moving away and we didn't come back. We weren't real active coming back and stuff. But the two things I remember is, you know, the Egg Bowl, because every, you know, we're always sitting yeah. there and we're cheering for the Bulldogs. 
And, uh, you know, we always had our cowbell. My dad had an old rusty cowbell that always sat on the mantle, you know, and uh, that we had in the house. So it was That's a so good cool. thing as a kid growing up, but we didn't come back and forth a lot. And we were living in Houston and then we went to South Carolina. So we just weren't real close. What uh, year so did he win the champ? I went to Gulfport High. What year was he playing? And when they won the state championship, do you remember? Yeah, it's got to be in the mid sixties. I would imagine. Okay. You know, cool. somewhere right around there. I've had a couple of his teammates have stopped by the office. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, you know, later on, I was just at the game this weekend and Bill Bell and John Bond and that whole age group, the, the Bill was from Gulfport High. And then, of course, Fred Collins. There were several of them. So yeah. Gulfport High has always had a lot of guys that come up to. My dad uh, is 75, 76, right around there. So whatever yeah. that age period is, so. Well, good. Well, I want to focus a little bit now. I know we've talked about that and the connection with your father, which is very special. But I do want to talk about, obviously, the most memorable season for all of us in Bulldogs. Being in Omaha, I got to go and be out there for many of the games. And it was so special and so exciting. And, and we're just so grateful that we were all able to experience it. I know for you, what are some of your, I guess, most precious memories from that time while you were out there? I know there's a lot, but I want to kind of think about maybe a few of your special memories right now. Well, you know, the Super Regional, not to skip Omaha, but like... No, no, no. The Super Regional was amazing. And it was, I mean, that was maybe one of the hardest opponents we had all year. Yeah. And the way our guys played and the last play of the game being the double play, because we weren't expecting it with their big hitter at the plate. And all of a sudden you got your hands in the air and you're going to Omaha and, and uh, our fan base. I mean, it's almost, Omaha is awesome. And it felt like home the last three games. But your first couple of games in Omaha, we have a lot of fans there, but still you're in a ball a huge ballpark that you don't feel like in our ballpark, it feels like our fans are on top of us and they're right. so into the game. It's just such a electric experience. And then, you know, I guess in Omaha, some of the, you know, it's just every game was dramatic. So it's hard to put oh, something on every one. <laughs> you're you're uh, right about that. You know, the Will Bednar first game against Texas was amazing. Oh, yeah. It's always so hard to get going offensively in Omaha, and for him to pitch the way he did was was pretty great. And then, but for me, the biggest moment probably was the Tanner Leggett hit. You know, and once again, it was kind of like the Super Regional. You didn't expect, not that we didn't expect him to get a hit, but all of a sudden we had a hit, and we're going to the national championship game, and and um, the excitement of our kids, the excitement of our players, it was just you know a lot of fun. You know, the national championship series is awesome, but. You know, we won, we either got, we got beat real big and then we won real big. So there wasn't as much drama in those three, um, but it was pretty cool. And then I guess after we won it, just being on the field with your family, um, yeah. watching your kids celebrate. I mean, it was just, it, it, it was, was I mean, it's going to be in my memory forever. Cause I went out to Omaha in 13, we played UCLA and we lost, but the experience was still great. And then when we went, but like you said, I think playing at the dude and the, the dude effect, as they say, is just so amazing. And you you can't recreate that anywhere. But even in Omaha, there was a lot of maroon. And I felt like the town was really pulling for Mississippi State the whole time. Yeah, the and whole it was just great. Like, they in. were. I mean, it was awesome. And so I think you're right about that. The memories will um, be forever etched. But that last night when we did win, uh, with y'all being out there and looking at those boys and just the joy, um, pure joy in their eyes and just the excitement was so amazing. 
And then our hotel felt like the dude when we got back. I think we got 12,000 people in there. Oh, so. listen, I was in that lobby. I was in that, that lobby, lobby with like, you know. Control. So it was a, it was a cool, it was just a really neat experience. And to be able to celebrate it with your fan base. I mean, a lot of fan bases aren't there when they win. And ours was, I mean, we probably had 70% of our fan base, it felt oh. like in that stadium or around it or something. So it was just, just a lot of fun. I'm telling you, you're right about that. It was like, you know, we got out there on the weekend. And so we did see the Texas game and then we were there for the finals. But I'm telling you, every day I would talk to people and Monday, there were people coming out Monday night and then people coming out Tuesday. And I was the same way. I was like, I'm not missing this. I'm I'm, I'm 57. I've waited a long time and I'm going to be in Omaha for it. But it really was very special. And I think it goes a lot to say for you, uh, just the boys, the way they handled themselves, the way they were, you know, like I said, this weekend when I talked to them, they were so appreciative and kind about the fans and just everybody being there and supporting, you know, what about them? It was really about Misfy State. Oh, yeah. We had, we had a special group. And I always, I tell everybody I talk to, I thought they epitomized our university, you know, just how tough they were, how um, down to earth they are. We kind of got a gritty, maybe a little redneck group of, uh, of kids who just love to play the game of baseball. And, and our kids, they, they understand the tradition and the, and the appreciation for the fan base here. They really, they really understand that. That's very special. And it's hard. This will be a hard one for you. If you had to describe the 2021 team in one word, what would that word be? I would say re resilient maybe is the best word, just uh, relentless or resilient or something in that. Just they, never uh, gave up. They never well, gave just, up. You know, our league is so hard. That's what people yeah. don't always realize is, you know, and we had a good team. I think we were ranked in the top five or ten the entire year from start to finish, and we played one of the hardest schedules in the country, but we got swept by Arkansas at home. We got oh, yeah. beat by Missouri two out of three. Um, we got 10 run ruled twice in the SEC tournament. I mean, it's, you know, it wasn't by lack of effort. It's just, just the game and the way the game played us. And we didn't play the game well on those weekends. And, um, but they just always just show back up and ready to work. And, hey, we're good. They knew we were good. And, and they understood the dynamic that it is tough because we, we won as much as anybody in the league except for Arkansas. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. I mean, we, we won as many games. It just, it was a point of, you know, we just had some tough weekends, and but we knew we were a really good ball club. I think that's, to me, watching baseball and following it and going to games and stuff, that's the hardest thing because it's like one weekend, it's great, and then the next weekend we got beat by, when you said got beat by Arkansas, and then I think going into the tournament, you know, it was so uh, discouraging and everybody was frustrated, but then it was like, I never doubted when we went to Omaha. I just felt like there was just something in that group and that team, and it just felt like we were going to win. I really felt that the whole time. Yeah, it took a little bit of, you know, it's just, you know, when you get out there, it's a, it's playing well, it's being healthy, it's getting a little bit of luck, it's just a little bit of everything, it's not, it's one reason why it hadn't been done, it's just really hard to do, and oh. just, it, all has to, it all has to line up right for you. Oh, you're right. Uh, to, uh, baseball's just a little different than some of the other sports, because pitching matchups and everything else. I think, yeah, that's obvious when you look at what we had to deal with, and the pitchers, and them coming in, and of course, Landon Sims and the ones that had to relieve. It was always, like you said, everybody had to stay healthy. Everybody, And then you're dealing with the pandemic on top of everything else. And that was always a factor for a lot of teams. And so it's very, it's very, I'm sure, very frustrating. But as you look back, obviously, great memories. But as you look ahead, you know, what are we, what are you talking to your team about right now for the 2022 season? That's a big, 
a year to follow? And how do you kind of approach that with your team right now? Well, you know, this last weekend was our kind of our big celebration. And not that we won't talk about winning a national championship or anything else like that, but it is kind of behind us. And, and we've talked about how our 22 team, it's a, it's a new team. It's new guys. We've celebrated the 21 team. We have a beautiful trophy. They're going to put it up somewhere. It's going to be memorized forever. Um, but we're not defending a championship because we're not the same team. So right. our mindset has been more about attacking the championship. And so um, next year is going to be harder than this year. If, you know, in terms of everybody's going to want to beat us, it's the, we got a big, you know, X on your chest, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, our goal is just to get better as a team and to build our culture and to build our, our identity of who we are. And, and we don't know that yet. You know, a lot of people say, Hey, we got great culture. Well, everybody has great culture in the fall. No, we have right. adversity. Um, that team last year had to grow. I mean, we didn't even use the same locker rooms last year. I mean, we were having the, you know, the COVID we missed two weeks and it yeah. just, that team built a lot of toughness throughout that whole year. And we're going to have to do the same thing. So we have a good team. I like our team. I think we got a chance to be really good. Um, we lost some stars, but we didn't lose a ton of people. We just lost a handful of guys uh, that played every day. So for us, um, you know, it'll be, It'll be interesting, but it'll be it should be a fun year. But our, ours has been about attacking the championship. Nothing to do about last year. Everything's about our eyes are forward, and and uh, you know we're kind of we're trying to look forward into uh, attacking the next year instead of trying to the mentality of us sitting back and everybody coming at us. Uh, well, and like you said, go, we're trying to go a little more downhill at everybody. So, like you said, I think that to me as a coach would be one of the most difficult things. Is like you said, you got to celebrate, and you have. And we're right. never going to, that's never going to go away. Obviously being the first one at Mississippi State for any sport, it's a very big deal, but this team has got to move forward and say, okay, we're going to play every game and we want another one, but we got to, you know, we got to focus on each game. Right. That's right. And that's kind of where we're at. So it's a, uh, we have a mature group. I mean, I, I think they'll be fine and they understand how hard this league is. I mean, our, we're playing in the right now, I, I bet you when the rankings come out we got four or five teams in our division that are going to be in the top 10 in the country so and it usually no is rest, that way. there's no rest for any of us so we're having to prepare and we're doing the same things we did last year just trying to get this team ready to go and, and ready for a new season are y'all done with the fall ball i know y'all had some games where are y'all right now on that we are done with the fall ball and we're just in some small group work we're also um we're doing a lot of weightlifting right now we probably have a month four or five weeks left of just you know, working on our skills one-on-one -on -one with the coaches and then also really spending a lot of time in the weight room. So it's kind of good for the guys. I think they're ready for it. Oh, yeah. The cold weather's coming in, so they don't like playing baseball in cold weather. So they um, – I'm with them on that. I, I, I like watching <laughs> it in the cold weather. They have to sometimes, but they're – you know, they've, they've had a long run. Most of them had a long summer, played summer leagues, and then they came back here and we've been going pretty intense at it. So it's nice to get a little time off. And I give them all the weekends off. They can go visit family, visit friends go see some buddies at another school. Um, well, they I tried need to that. be a college student for a little bit. And they then, need uh, that a little bit, like you said, because once I guess the season starts, what, first part of February, maybe? As soon as we get back in January, I take every weekend of the year. So they get, <laughs> you know, they, they know it. And so when we get back, we're, we're, you know, we're trying to give them some time off right now just to be a college kid a little bit. Well, I think that's a great approach because like you said, they're able to go enjoy and be a part of football and basketball and things that are going on on campus. And then they really do. Once they come back in January, 
it's um, all season and it goes obviously from January till hopefully June and and, and it's right. a long it's a long few months for them but we can't thank you enough coach for being with us today and just sharing some of your thoughts and um, we just know it's been a great year for the Diamond Dogs and for you and all the stuff that you and your coaching staff have done and any last words that you'd like to share to the alumni that maybe no, join us? I mean, um, we're just appreciative. I mean, it's always, um, you know, we're proud to wear the maroon and white. So it's a, um, you know, and with our fan base and we sell it in recruiting all the time, we, we play in front of the greatest fan base in college baseball. And so that's mainly our alumni. It's probably a lot of people here in Starkville and all across our state, but a lot of them are alumni and um, it's an honor. Just, it's an honor to play here, coach here, our kids understand that, and it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Well, we love being a part of it, and we love cheering y'all on. And so thank you again for being with us today on Bulldog Bites. All right. Thank you all. Hell State.